and welcome to Ramblings from Nowhere. As always, I am your host, Jason Hull, and unable to join me this week is my stalwart co-host, one Mr. Clay Dotson, but I have called in a grade A favor from one of my favorite people, and he was able to join me tonight. Uh, I'm excited to welcome one Mr. Josh Powell to the podcast. Hello, everybody. Grade A favor for grade C talent. Here we come. A grade F fan, a friend <laughs> on that on my end. Me. What's going on, man? I don't know. You know, just same old working and pandemicking, and you know, I've been reading a lot actually. Yes, you have. Which I, I figured we would get into that a little bit. I'm excited to have you on. Uh, not only for that. Uh, Star Wars book is what we're referring to, uh, but more than that. Uh, but also so that we can finally talk some, or so that I can finally talk some Cobra Kai on here with somebody who watches the show. There you go. Because, you know, Clay is a loser and does not like to watch Cobra Kai for whatever reason. I guess because he has bad taste. He's not on here, so I can give him all the grief I want tonight, by the way. Jada so, Pinkett Smith isn't in it, so he's not interested. That's true. That's true. Also, that gives you free reign to give him all the grief you would like as well. <laughs> and as always, we grief on Brandon Bradley any chance we get. So we love you, Brandon. So that being said, uh, let's dive right into it, Josh. Uh, as always, I'm going to let you lead off. Uh, what have you been up to since the last time we talked, which technically was today, but for the podcast purposes, we will act like it's been longer. I don't think I've been on the podcast since September, but honestly, uh, about not much. Yeah, about the same. <laughs> um, let me think. I've read... Uh, just in the last few weeks since the start of the month I've read uh, Lovecraft Country and uh, Light of the Jedi um, and you know played some video games and been going to work and you know that stuff so uh, without spoilers because I still have not finished either one of them we'll start with uh, uh, Lovecraft Lovecraft Country Uh, what did you think of it (laughs) Yeah, so at the end... No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just get, dive right into the end of the book, because that's when it all really kicks in. So, I haven't watched any of the show yet, so I'm I'm going just off the book here. But, um, you know, I, I really enjoyed it. it. It's kind of an interesting take on um, uh, some of the some of the Jim Crow, you know, racism things of the, of the United States, but mixed with... Um, it starts with that, and it mixes in as you go more and more uh, fantasy elements and, and sci-fi type stuff, and, and it gets uh, it gets pretty interesting. I'm I'm really wanting to watch the show now to see how they do some of the stuff that I read about in the book. But uh, it's a good read. It's um, it's kind of broken into um, multiple acts, I guess, mm-hmm. that, that kind of, you know, that they're related, but you could, in theory, pick one up and read it separately, mm-hmm. and it be almost okay without you not have read the previous one. Right. So it's kind of like the show is built the same way. Uh, it's an overarching story, but told within, but there's stories told within that story, you know what I'm saying? It's an overarching story with 
uh, stories within it. So, like I was, uh, let's see, um, uh, there were the first two episodes, and then the third episode's like a standalone, so on and so forth. So, kind of like that. Yeah, I, I could see where it translate well into a TV show. So that's awesome. One day I will finish reading that book and watching the show. Maybe. Um, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. The way my life is right now, I I, I just don't know. Uh, so uh, the second book, though, I am currently reading as well. Uh, well, I don't know if you really call the amount I get to read reading it, but um, it was it's the new. Star Wars High Republic, The Light of the Jedi. Correct? Yes. Yeah. So, again, I mean, you can spoil up to Chapter 10 because that's as far as I've made it. But um, what what did you think of it? So, um, that was one of the quickest books I've ever read. It The, the book itself is, the, the plot is so fast-paced. Um and the the chapters are short enough that you're like, oh, I can read one more of these chapters, and you're like, oh, I, I think I can read another one, um, and the next thing you know, you know, you're you know, four or five chapters in, but, um, you know, I was I was taking it to work with me, and you know, reading a chapter or two on on lunch break in the car because I wanted to see what see what happened in that book. It was uh, it it just had me hooked that much, but. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's very, you know, refreshing to have a good Star Wars story outside of the, out, you know, com- completely before any of the the Skywalker saga and whatnot. Um, and, and it's really kind of neat to see some of the stuff they've done with it. It it's, was clearly the golden age of the Jedi, um, from you know how they had it, and it's it's pretty neat. Mm-hmm. So, it, I, I will say. It starts strong and it does not look back. I mean, it just dives right in. You know what I'm saying? Like that yeah. first chapter. The first chapter is kind of slow, not in a bad way. When I say slow, I don't mean bad. But it sets up the the entire book, I'm assuming. And then from there, it's uh, it's pretty much nonstop. It's pretty intense. What I've gotten what I've gotten through so far. Yeah, the first chapter is kind of like when you ride a roller coaster and you're you're, you're getting drug up. up the hill. Yeah. And then starting with the second chapter, you just top the hill and it's crazy. Yeah. So, well. but it's yeah. um, it's really good. I, I'm I'm really interested to to see where they go with this and 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 I believe it. Correct me if I'm wrong here, but the the second one of those books comes out like in June. Yeah. Yeah. So and it's actually written by. Um, it's not the same author, but um, apparently it was kind of a big collaborative effort on, yeah, on, you know, the overarching story and different stuff. So it's you know this one was uh, what Charles Saul, I believe. Soul. Yes. Yeah, and the one coming out the end of June is is somebody different, but it's just you know it just picks up the story and goes. Yeah, so. I don't have the um, stuff right here in front of me. I mean it te- it. It talks about the next book if they, in the liner notes for this one. Yeah, it's um, like June 29th. Yeah, I'm trying to pull it up right now. Also, know that there's so there's a you know set in the same High Republic area, 
and wasn't there like a comic book that came out, and then yes, also like a children, a children's story, there's, stuff yeah. like that. And there's a huge initiative behind this. There's actually some young adult novels that have come out so far too, and so on and so forth. I'm trying to let's see. I mean, I'm sure there'll be activity books and merch and you name it. I mean, it's it's Disney, right? So. Well, so far, I mean, they've done a good job, though. It's. Um, no, I agree. Yeah, but, I think you know stuff. when you get when you look back at what they were doing with the um, with the expanded universe stuff, um, there was a lot of uh, a lot of stuff like this towards the end, not at the beginning, but like towards the end before they sold to Disney. Uh, they expanded out, and you had again these young adult novels and kid, you know. Of course, the comics and stuff were going strong and all that stuff, too. But um, anyway, uh, it's looking real good so far. It kind of uh, uh, reminds me of um, the expanded universe, the way they were doing, like Clay and I have talked about before with the Yuzon Vong, especially the Yuzon Vong uh, stuff, um, because that was a huge series, and uh, it really kicked Star Wars back into gear for me. Uh, some of that expanded universe stuff was kind of hit or miss, but that was really good. But uh, that next novel is uh, A Test of Courage, I think, if I'm looking at this right, uh, by Justina Ireland, which sounds right, but I'm not entirely sure. I looked up uh, the sequel for The Light of the Jedi, and this is what popped up. So that's what I'm going with, but I believe that's it, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> it looks like the one in the liner notes, at least. So hopefully I will get to uh, check that out. I hope more. <laughs> it's just been kind of, I've had a very hectic and crazy life here lately. So anyway, uh, moving on, Josh, anything else you'd like to bring up? I know that both of us sat down on the games front and finally got to play some uh, Torchlight 3 this week. Um we haven't got what well, we're not very far at all we're we barely touched the surface of it really when you get down to it but so far we were both big fans of torchlight 2 uh what are you thinking of this uh torchlight 3 uh you know like you said we we're not into it much yet i think we're still officially maybe even in the tutorial we just kind of set up camps and stuff um but it's good it seems like they added a couple other layers um of, of stuff you can do and, and whatnot, which is, uh, you know, a little bit confusing on any game like that when you first start it off, but I'm sure that it, you know, once you get used to it, it, it adds to the overall experience. But no, I mean, it's good. The uh, the multiplayer seems like it could be a little more intuitive, which is, it seems like maybe it was easier in Torchlight 2, mm-hmm. but, but maybe that's just me. But, you know, I guess... Um, I think Brandon said he started a character on a single player, but he had to like start a new one to play multiplayer. I, so I don't know. Maybe maybe there was just something going on. I don't know. But but no, it's good. I mean, it's your typical, you know, Diablo type, you know, top down action RPG. So yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it so far. Uh, I think I told you we were texting back and forth about it. Uh, it didn't really grab me at first. But um, it's grown on me. I mean, I I do have a character that makes trains that follow him. So you know, that um, is true. After I, 
uh, as I, as it always is with these games, it's all about unlocking that skill tree or skill trees, I should say, in this one, and you know, really digging into your character and what kind of uh, builds you want to do, that kind of thing. So, um, the second t- the second night we played it, I, like I said, it grew on me a lot more. I thought it was good the first night, but the second night was when it really hooked me more. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and you're right that multiplayer stuff is really weird because, like, we have a hard time joining our party. I don't like it when you join when you're invited to a multiplayer game and nobody spawns together. Like I spawned at the very beginning of the game. You know that very beginning when you get off the boat. Which I don't know. I guess I could have just portal to you, you know. But I didn't think about it at the time, so. I don't know. It's just it's that's you know that's a minor thing because now now I don't think it'll matter since we've opened up the fort part of it because I think it'll start at your fort anyway. Yeah, and I was going to say some of that might had to have have done that we're still in the tutorial, so stay tuned on whether that's different going forward or not because we even had to be at the exact same spot in the in the story and I don't think the second one you know didn't do that so I'm thinking that once we get it out of the beginning part that that that'll probably change but who knows we'll but see. it still is a good game uh, if you have ever played any of the torchlight the previous torchlights uh, like Josh said Diablo action RPG loot type game so I mean you know what you're getting into and this is seems to be more of the same characters are a little more uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Elaborate. Uh, I don't know. There's. It's just that the character builds are way different than what they've been in the previous ones. It's not your set fantasy type stuff that, you know, I mean, I don't know of any other game where you can have a dude that builds trains that follows behind you. So, Which is it, unfortunate. There should be a there should, you know, now more. That, now that I've done it, it's, it's yeah, I, I mean, I wish I had a train right here with me right now. Just following you around. So uh, the other part to that is is you if you have uh, uh, Xbox Game Pass or PC Game Pass, mm-hmm. the price is right since yes. it's in, it's included uh, conveniently included on Game Pass about eight days after I bought it. But that's okay. Which is always <laughs> which is always the case with anything. You know, like I said, same thing happened to me with Control, which I still have not played because it's stupid uh, excess upgrade still has not come out so it's getting kind of frustrating it's just sitting there um, also uh, on Game Pass now uh, Injustice 2 is on there uh-huh. and um, if you're a fan of fighting games at all or superheroes or both it's actually really good, it's, it looks great uh, from the good controls Mortal Kombat Netherrounds yeah. did that um, also the medium come out Today it is the first uh, X uh, Series XS exclusive game, and again, if you have Game Pass, it is free. I have it downloaded, Josh. I believe you said you did too. Oh. Yeah, I've got it downloaded. I haven't played it yet. Yeah, it just unlocked today. Um, I don't honestly know how much I'll play of it because I just don't. I mean, I don't have a lot of time to put in two single player games so uh, we'll see but it looks interesting I do want to try it and just see what it's about at least so there's that um, Josh we also 
I finally got to play the uh, reworked Gears 5 Horde stuff with you guys. Finally. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so, what are, your, what are you thinking of it so far? You know, I, I really like it. There was a big, um, there's obviously big load time improvements on the on the upgrade, uh, big graphical improvements. But then, you know, I haven't played the game in, in, in quite some time, so there's a lot of other stuff that has changed. Um, you know, before you had a character and it was assigned a class, and now you can uh, play any character as any class, and they've added four or five times the number of classes. I think that, you know, each class has like four or five subclasses of that now. Um, there's some really neat extra abilities in there and whatnot. But uh, but no, I mean, it's a fun game. It's, it's you know, it's Gears Horde, and there's they've opened up a lot of the maps from the older games and whatnot. So if you've ever enjoyed it uh, in any of the versions, then, uh, you know, this is a good one. Um. Uh, would you say that this is the best version of Horde? I know you have. I know we haven't played that much, but and I know we put a lot of time into the other ones. But when you look at this and when the changes they've made with the classes and everything, I did not like that you were that the uh, classes were character specific previously. You know that kind of got on my nerves. Right. Um, I, I realize that's a petty thing, but you know, I I, I don't want to like, for instance, I, I wanted to be uh, if I wanted to be Marcus Phoenix, I did not want to be. Well, I guess he was assault or whatever the class was. You know what I'm saying? That's not my style of play, but I can't use the character I like to use. So it's nice that they've done that. Um, but what do you think? I mean, I think back and look. When I think back on all the gears that we played over the years, um, Gears of War two was it? I think it was was it two or three that we put. Uh, it may have been three actually that we put a ton of time into. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I'm trying to think the the one where where they first started doing emplacements that you could upgrade, yeah. and they had the uh, you know the mounted gun and whatnot. Um, and and they first had you know boss battles and stuff. Mm. I think that was probably two. You know, while this horde mode might it definitely has more features than that, but you know I don't know if it's just the nostalgia in me or what. I don't I don't know. It's hard for me to say it's you, better than that. So do you think that maybe it's? And I'm not saying this negatively, but like there's they they've stuffed too much into horde and moved it away from what we were originally playing. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's fine. I know you, I realize you have to upgrade the game. You know, you can't, it, it gets stale after a while for some people. I don't know if it, if they, I honestly think that if they had left it, say it was Gears 2 or 3, whichever one, say that was the pinnacle and they never moved past that. I, I think we would still be able to come back to it now and enjoy it as much as we did if they had not done the changes. You know what I'm saying? Do you think it's too many? Is it too many changes sometimes, or is it not enough? Or I'm not. That's not what I'm trying to say. Do you think there's too many changes, and that's what's kind of not soured, but it's just not the same as when you look back, or maybe it is just nostalgia. 
Yeah, I, you know, I think part of it's nostalgia. I also think that when when Gears Five came out, I I enjoy the horde mode with the improvements that they've made to it a lot more than I did the out of the box Gears Five horde. I agree. Um, I, I think the the addition of the maps, the addition of what they've done with the classes, um, you know, it, it is definitely more complicated than it used to be. I mean, you've got you know, cards and you level up cards and all that stuff. I mean, you know, back in back in the day, you know, back in the day, <laughs> you didn't, you, you just had a character and and you know that was your character and it didn't matter if you just bought the game or if you'd played it forever. But you know, now you got cards and all that stuff. But I think you know, I mean, if you wanted to go back and play, you know, Gears Two Horde, you could. I mean, oh yeah, I mean if you have Game Pass, you can anytime. So anytime. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I like it. I think it's it's stuff that I will we'll tell you though. The one mode that I'd like to see them bring back, um, because I think you know, with with today's processing power and graphics and all that stuff, they could really make it something special. But that beast mode mm-hmm. that was in I got two or three, whichever one that was, where you actually got to to you know be the enemy per se. Uh, that could be a lot of fun. I'd like to we, see that on on current gen. We may have to go back and look at two and three just to see which, which one, one it was. Switch, yeah, yeah, which one? Because I think when I think back, I think of I can't remember the names of the levels, but you remember the one with the big uh, tower in the center that we you know we uh, camp up at the top of the tower. And that's where we'd set up. Remember which one I'm talking about? Yeah, it had like the bridge. Yeah, or... yeah. There's that one. And then there was the one where you were in the city and it had the big hole in the center of it and we could camp out on that building. Remember we'd set the uh Oh yeah. We'd set the shield down and blah blah blah. Um So Beast looked, Mode was in Gears of War three. three. That's what that's what I was thinking. Because two I think two was the last standard horde before they started to put really start, you know, looking at doing some changes to it, I think. Well, I guess the first one didn't even have Horde, don't I think about it, did it? No, it didn't. It, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. No, I guess not. Wow. So maybe two was always my favorite. I don't know. Either way, it's all good. Um, uh, I, I'm enjoying it, though. I would like to get back to it one day soon, sometime. Hey, by the way, just real quick. I need to uh, correct myself. Um, I still had the Star Wars stuff pulled up. The next novel is that was the one I told you was one of the young adult ones. Uh, the next novel is the Rising Storm. There we go. Yeah, it. that it's sounds from, familiar. It's from uh, Caven Scott, and it comes out June 29th. So that's the next one. I'm sorry. I, I I apologize, but at least I corrected myself. But when you look at this list I'm looking at, there is a lot of High Republic stuff in here. Oh, yeah. So, There's, like, coloring yeah. books and stuff. It's, yeah, like, hard it's to crazy. find what you're looking for. So, uh, anyway, there's that. Uh, Gears 5, uh, really enjoying it. Um, Josh, anything else that you'd like to bring up? I, I would like to to mention my level of excitement for the combination of two things we've talked about in the podcast so far is video games and Star Wars uh, and mention um, that Lucas Games is back mm-hmm. and that the um, the EA exclusivity is apparently gone mm-hmm. um, and 
and the people that made the division are making a Star Wars game. So, <laughs> we both, and Clay and I talked about this some, but Clay, again, is not, I don't know why we do a podcast together, because we never play games together or anything. I don't really know, but anyway. Uh, so, you and I played a ton of the Division 2. Yeah. I think Division 2 hooked you more than the first Division, if I'm not mistaken, right? Because didn't you drop off, and I continued for a little while longer. But anyway, um, Massive Entertainment are the uh, dudes that do it. Uh, and actually, speaking of which, the upgrade, the X and S upgrade for the Divisions get ready to drop before too long. So... I, when I heard this news, I was pretty excited about the Lucas game stuff anyway. But when I heard that, you know, Massive was going to be the ones doing this uh, open world thing or whatever it's going to be, um, I was like, that that really piqued my interest. Uh, and I think I asked Clay this, and I'll ask you too. What, as much as we played and knowing uh, their strong suits, you know, when it comes to these open worlds, which they could go a completely different way, but what kind of Star Wars game would you like to see from them? I would like, you know, I'm... Really, I'd just like to see Knights of the Old Republic 3. Um, there's actually rumors going up. Yeah, there's rumors going around that you may be seeing that before, too. Well, that's true. But, I mean, I'm thinking that type of game, right? I, I don't want... I don't necessarily... I actually not necessarily. I don't want it to be set in the middle of the of the Star Wars saga and me playing is like Han Solo. Right. I, I I don't want that. I want it to be um and I don't think it will be that. But you know, um you know, pre pre Skywalker saga, whether it's, you know, pre you know, maybe even uh -huh. pre Clone Wars. I told Clay, if I'm not mistaken, if I remember right, I would like to see just going by the gunplay and everything. I think something set and as popular as the Mandalorian is right now, uh, something set around like bounty hunters and stuff. Yeah, I think that could be, be fun. fun. Uh, but again, I mean, I'm like you. I just I'm excited to see what these guys are going to do because if they can pull off what they did with. Division 2 with Star Wars, then that's... I know we put well over 100 hours into the Division 2 and really, at this point, haven't even touched the surface as much stuff as they've added to since then, you know? So, it's been, uh, pretty excited to see what's happening with that. It's going to be good Yeah, stuff. you're right. I think it, you know, you could go you could go that route and that could be really fun. I mean, but when you think about it, you could even do, I mean, a Jedi story, you know, using the ba same basics. I mean, instead of guns that you're upgrading stuff, you know you're upgrading your lightsabers or whatever. So, you know, there's a lot of different stuff you could do. Or they could just go a completely different route and do something right. that we wouldn't even expect. Did so, you ever play that old Bounty Hunter game? That Star Wars Bounty Hunter game? I can't remember the exact name of it. It might have even been called Bounty Hunter. But that was pretty fun. I remember it. And then there was that, uh, remember that Django Fett game that came out uh, for was it around the PlayStation era, the original one, maybe PlayStation 2, actually. Uh, probably yeah. PlayStation 2, actually, come think of it. Um, Something like an open world, yeah. you know, that Republic Commando game. That, yeah. and the, you know, there's two of those. That could be really type, you know, fun type stuff, too. Hey, I'm down for anything as long as it's good. That's right? True. That's true. So, that's awesome. 
I'm excited about that. Um, anything else? I, I mean, I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to bring up a couple things. I'm ready. Uh, the first one, uh, I finally got to watch. Uh, okay, this title is really long, but I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, Transformers: Rise of Cybertron, Earthrise, which is this, uh, the second part of the uh, Cybertron stuff. I think that's what it was. Anyway, I know it's the second part. Anyway, six episodes, and uh, man, it goes some places. I'm not going to do any spoilers or anything. I could, um, it, but it goes some places. And uh, if you were a fan of G1 Transformers and so on and so forth. I really cannot recommend this enough. I obviously you need to watch the first one, the first series first, but um it's really good. It it there was uh there was a couple of times that I actually was like, "What?" just sitting up in my seat kind of thing. Uh, cuz uh it 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 does some stuff that I was like I was I I was jumping for joy at some of the stuff in here it's really good though uh episodes are only 30 minutes each uh like i said six episodes so uh it's a nice little easy uh watch really um i don't think you need to be well versed in um transformers transformers lore um it obviously helps but i don't think you need to uh this actually sets up a lot of transformers lore um takes place before uh, generate G1 stuff actually um, the first chapter was Siege uh, the second one like I said was Earthrise and then the final one's going to be Kingdom uh, it brings in the Beast War stuff so uh, we'll see what happens uh, but I just want to put a put it out there I know Glenn had asked about it and stuff and I apologize for I really don't know why I did, oh I got COVID that's right uh, now I remember why I didn't get to watch it at first, but um, this <laughs> show—it's it, really good. It's really good. Uh, It's—it um, makes me—it it makes me think back to being a kid and watching the Transformers, the original G1 Transformers cartoon as a kid. It's—it uh, to me, it's something special. Uh, so there's that. I enjoyed it. Now. I know, Josh, that you you have not watched WandaVision yet, right? No, no. Okay. Um, Catherine was wanting to watch that with me, and yep. we were finishing up Cobra Kai first, okay. which we, we finally did that. So Okay, well, I'm not going to, again, no spoilers. Um, I think this is a show that will um, need to be talked about after it's all said and done. But uh, we're three episodes in. The fourth episode drops tomorrow. And I am loving every minute of it. Not only does it feel good to have something new from the MCU side of things, but like this is something completely different, and uh, it's uh, it's good stuff. Uh, the cast is great. Uh, obviously, uh, that's a given with this. I mean, when you look at the cast, but uh, the story's been good so far. It's been uh, it, there's been some. Uh, there's been some moments in this one too. Uh, I'm trying to say stuff, Josh, without giving away for you because it, <laughs> it's good. But I, I'll just say right now that it's really good. I look forward to seeing where it goes. So 
we shall see. And I look forward to getting to talk about it with you, Josh, once you get done. Uh, like I said, I think this is going to be one. It's setting up a lot of stuff, and it's going to end up being uh, pretty pivotal uh, the way it's looking. So we shall see. Uh, it's another one of those. Uh, I thank God it's here because I have something to fill that Mandalorian void. You know what I'm saying? That <laughs> yeah. that, that show that you look forward to on a weekly basis. Uh, you know, uh, like I said, I love the Transformers stuff, but uh, I I watched it basically in like two days. Uh, this is the one that you get, you get that whole week where you can sit and think about what you watched and what it could be and where it could go and what it ties into. And so uh, it's really good. Cannot wait. Uh, so that's it. That's really it for me too, Josh. Uh, nothing else I can think of that I want to mention that I've been up to or actually I haven't been up to anything else. So real quick. I want to talk about, before we get into Cobra Kai, I want to talk to you about the um, trailer that just dropped for uh, Godzilla vs. King Kong. <laughs> um, you, let's see, I can't remember. You've watched the other movies, right? Am I right? Yeah. Or, okay. Yeah, what, so, just real quick, I... I can't even remember how much we've talked about them. Um, uh, I am a huge fan of the old Godzilla flicks, uh, and obviously King Kong is uh, the original King Kong is one of the, the more important movies out there. Um, I'm also a huge fan of the remakes. I thought personally that the the I liked the 1998 Godzilla, which we will not go into. I understand, but that's just me. The uh, Matthew Broderick. One? Yes, I love it. Yeah. It's so good, dude. I love it. It's so good. Anyway, I'm not. Gonna, we're not going to talk about it because <laughs> I know where this leads every time. So, but the uh, I can't remember what year it came out, but this most recent reboot of the Godzilla stuff. Uh, I love the first Godzilla movie. I thought Kong Skull Island was way better than I ever thought it would be. Oh yeah! And Godzilla King King of Monsters is uh, is awesome. Yeah, it is. Uh, there, I watched it again not too long ago, and I will watch all three of these again leading up into this um, to the new one, uh, which actually just got pushed back to May. I think it was. It was about to come out in March, and they pushed it back to May, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and I think I said this as well. Uh, this could be the movie that makes me go back to a movie theater and watch it because, man, that trailer is crazy. Uh, wow. Yeah, it is. I mean, I've always been a sucker for, you know, giant things fighting other giant things. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's just it looks awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm uh, with you. I, I would love to watch that movie in the theater. Hopefully, uh, I mean, you know, all the regals are still closed, so um, yeah, you know, we'll see. But yeah, and who knows what's going on with AMC because there's this whole stock thing is uh, insane. <laughs> so I don't even know. But anyway, all I know is that I watched Godzilla and King Kong stand on top of an aircraft carrier and throw punches at each other. That's so, true. You know, it was good. I'm excited. Uh, 
I was excited before. I had faith in what they're doing with this series, but like uh, now I'm even more excited. I will say one thing. There's a lot of people that are talking. There's a little point in that trailer where they uh, show a thing and people are saying that it's going to be Mecha Godzilla. I think they're wrong. Uh, I think it's going to be Mecha King Ghidorah. I'm sorry, I can't talk. Because if you watch Godzilla King of Monsters at the end of it, dude goes and gets Ghidorah's head and I have behind me on my video shelf the Mecha King Ghidorah one that I cannot remember the name right now. So, you know, I'm just saying. That's what I think it is. And if it is, I'm even more excited. I'm excited if it's Mecha Godzilla, but I don't think it is. So, we'll see. And by the way, King Kong looks gigantic in this one. He was big in that other, in the Skull Island one. I need to go back and watch it for that, but like, he looks really big in this one. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. I just had to get all that off my chest because I'm really excited for this movie. Plus, in this day and age, it's not like you get to talk about that many movie uh, trailers anyway at this that point. That is true. So, all right, Josh. Let's move into what we're here to talk about. I finally get to talk about Cobra Kai with somebody. Um, even though we do have conflicting views on uh, certain movies in this series, um, that's okay. Um We'll talk about that in a minute. I have talked about it on here before. I want to get your thoughts just overall on this series so far. We've gotten three seasons. What what did you think coming into it? Were you excited? I, I know what you thought, but I want to be able to know. Uh, what, what, what are your thoughts after finishing season three? So, you know, I think, we, I think we've talked about it a little bit after the the first season but overall as a series i mean this series is is way better than it has any business of being it's uh it it takes the the plot lines from the from the movies and just really expands them into a story that's that's pretty intriguing um you know there's a lot of there's a lot of nostalgia fill and, and you know, just some of the overall plot stuff that they have, and there's some good flashbacks and whatnot, but um, I mean, at this point, with three seasons of a show, it's it has well exceeded the runtime of the of the three movies, and has really gone into, you know, a lot of the backstory between um, Johnny and Daniel, and and um, obviously, you know, some of the other uh Characters, but um, I, I really enjoyed this this third season that, that just dropped this year. I'm I'm really glad that that Netflix has has picked that up. Um, it would have been a travesty. It would have been had. pretty bad to it have ended that travesty. series after two seasons. Oh my gosh! And listen, we're beyond the time where you had to worry about spoilers. I didn't mean to interrupt, but like when you said that, I was like, man, it'd been a travesty because. At the end of season two, you have Johnny at his lowest. You have the cell phone going off, Allie's number, blah, blah, blah. And you're just like, oh, my gosh. And it's like. Well, also, the biggest thing at the end of season two, yeah, the reason that would have been such yeah. a tragedy is like the the main, you know, person of the entire plot outside of Johnny and 
and Daniel was, you know, laid yeah. up in a hospital bed. Yeah, he was, yeah, but that's not even the, I mean, yeah, you knew he's going to be okay. Listen, this has been leading up for me to one thing, and we get it in season three. Um, was the meeting of uh, finally getting Allie back on the show, Elizabeth Shue, and but finally getting her and Johnny and Daniel together. Yeah, you know I think it's we have been leading to this point for for three seasons. Don't get me wrong, I I, I love everything else that's going on. You know the crease, who is an absolute jerk I'm going to leave it at that <laughs> you know you got all this stuff like you said uh, Miguel that's his name right yeah yeah. He, you know and I think he's a great character I really do and I think that what they've done with him and Johnny and how he's changed Johnny for the better you know what I'm saying oh, yeah. uh, I, I think all that's great but th- this is what we've waited for if you're a fan of the Karate Kid and I don't know if I realized how big a fan I was of Karate Kid until this show come out. But, like, seriously, I mean, like, if you're a fan, you've been waiting this entire time because they've been teasing it since season one, basically. Yeah. So you finally got it. And did it even go the way you expected? No, not at all. No, not at all. I thought you you think for sure that, the dude, that Johnny's going to end up with Allie, right? But she sends him – and she sends him – down the right path and Daniel down the right path which ends up them together which you've been if you're like me you've been waiting for it to happen basically for three seasons as well well maybe not the first season but you know second season on since they've introduced Crease back or yeah. uh, back into yeah. it and everything so I don't know uh, I never thought that I would like this show as much as I would. And I told, and I think I told you, and I told some other people, if, and I may have said it on here and I'll say it again, if it hadn't been for The Mandalorian coming out, this would probably be my favorite show of the last year. You know? Probably. I can't think of, I can't think of much else that has gotten me this excited, you know, in a while when it comes to TV shows and stuff. Yeah, it's a fun show for sure. And, you know, this... We talked about it a little bit the other day, but season three was awesome. I think I might have enjoyed season two a little bit more, just mm-hmm. overall plot line. But season three had a lot of great, you know, they they started wrapping in Karate Kid two in season three. Yes, they, they know, did. That whole alley stuff in season three that you were talking about. Um, I mean, it's been a it's been a good it's been a good ride I'm looking forward to the next season and and clearly looping in the third we have movie. to the, it has to bring in three yeah. and Terry oh, yeah. Silver uh, I just wonder if they'll bring in I cannot remember his name right now I should have had it pulled up that jackass that he fights in the All Valley Tournament in three the one that torments him the whole time uh, oh yeah I can't remember that dude's name now but I mean it has to lead to that right yeah, it's got to. Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, they set it up with their with uh, the backstory and all that stuff. So, you know, I, Mike Barnes. Thank you. Yes, that's it. Yeah. I was trying to look it up too, but um, we're heading that way. So we'll see. Uh, 
I'm excited to see. Uh, we need to know what happens to uh, Robbie, right? Yeah, Robbie, yeah. Johnny's son. Uh, is he going to stay on the dark side or will he come to the light side? Uh, you know, somebody needs to just beat the ever living crap out of. Uh, uh, all of a sudden, I forgot his name. Golly, I've got too excited and forgotten. Come on, who, uh, who are you talking about? What's his name took the took over the Cobra Kai? Oh, Crease. Crease, thank you, Kylie. Yeah. I just completely, completely mind blanked on that one. But anyway, so, uh, actually, I hope that Daniel's wife is the one that takes him down because man, she laid into him in that one scene. So. I hope I hope Pat Morita is in, is digitally introduced into the film. I would love. The show. I, I would love for that to never happen. <laughs> I will say though, uh, in all seriousness, uh, being and we talked about it, um, I know you're not as big a fan of the Karate Kid Part Two as I am, uh, and I've never been a big fan of Karate Kid Three. And we want to talk about the next Karate Kid. I tried. To I don't even it. consider that as a movie. What I, you know, the odds are they will tie that in at some point too, and it will make me end up watching it again and liking it. I wa- just watch and see, but. Um, I've never even watched the whole that whole movie. It's impossible to watch the whole thing. I yeah. tried to not too long ago. Uh, I am a huge fan of the Karate Kid Part Two, so there was a lot of stuff in this season for me to enjoy. You know, um, that whole arc where he went to Okinawa is uh, is great, uh, and it sets up some stuff towards the end of uh, the season as well. But um, it it made me even though it's not really touching on the Karate Kid three that much right now. It made me take a second look at it, and uh, for some and I have a little bit more respect for it. It's not just about bonsai trees. Let's put it that way, because <laughs> that's I, always my argument. I guess the reason that I, you know, I clearly like the Karate Kid Part three better than Karate Kid clearly Part two. Stupid. The thing is that I like Karate Kid Part 2. I just like Karate Kid Part 3 better. I'm not going to say Karate Kid Part 2 is a terrible movie. It's not. I just like the third I, one. I will, I will uh, retract, actually, my statements, previous statements on this. Uh, Karate Kid 3 is not a terrible movie. I don't think it is a good movie, per se. Uh, but that's the crazy thing about the show. It makes you look at it's made me. It's made me look at all three of those movies in a different way, you know. Like, and I was talking to somebody at work, and they started watching it, and they said, "I did not realize that Daniel Larusso is the bully in Karate Kid." I'm like, "Yes, he is. He yeah. ends up being the bully." So you know, uh, it's all good, and he really is a jerk at the beginning of this. At the beginning of Cobra Kai, I did not like Daniel Larusso when this when it started. Did you care no, for no. his character? No, I mean I think it, I think that the show intentionally did that. Yeah. It, the show intentionally yeah. like makes you feel bad for Johnny, and and clearly the show is the overall arc of the show is a lot more about Johnny's growth as a person than it is Daniel's growth as a person. Right. Um, I mean, there is some of that, but you know, the the main character in that show is Johnny. I, I mean, think, yeah, Johnny Johnny's the main character, and I think that we took a big, well, obviously we took a big step with both these guys, you know, by the end of the series. But uh, I think they took a big step with uh, 
with Daniel in this one as well, the whole Okinawa arc for him, you know, and meeting uh, Chosen again and all of that stuff that happened there. So uh, it's good stuff. Let me let me talk about that episode with you for a minute, though. I meant to ask you about this the other day. So the episode where he goes back to to Okinawa and you know he gets dropped off and the whole thing's like a like an outdoor mall now, right? Yes, the the okay, so, town. Yeah. yeah. So you you remember that episode, right? Okay. Yeah. So okay. he's got his luggage with him when he gets out of the taxi. Uh huh. He's got his luggage with him for a few minutes. Uh-huh. And then I guess he just leaves his luggage at the Chili's there or something. Yes. I don't yes. know for the whole rest of the episode because yes. by the time he sees, um, I just drew a blank on her name, like up on the stage uh, and the whole rest of the episode. Kumiko or, yeah. Kumi, yeah. Yeah. He doesn't have his luggage anymore. But Or he so, left but, it when he saw her. On stage and just left it sitting where he was. I mean, he just day. left it there, yeah. and some like kid no. just picked it up and took it home with him. No, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure. I don't know. Maybe he had the taxi take it back to. The, the, no, he had it with him when he was first in there. I'm telling you, he left it at the Chili's or the Applebee's that's fine. or whatever. It that's all good. But li- listen, <laughs> that's all good. It, it's not the first. at least it wasn't like a Starbucks cup and uh, Game of Thrones type of thing, you know. <laughs> but. I do want to say just real quick, um, it was uh, it was a great touch. Uh, let me see if I can find her name. At no, that's not it. Hold on, I'm trying to find her name. I thought it was Yuna. Uh, Yuna is her name. Um, when because he's gone to Okinawa to make this car deal happen. I won't go, I'm not going to go into super details, but anyway, and it just doesn't happen. And then he goes through this whole arc, you know, with, uh, Kumiko and chosen. Of course, chosen is the one that he fought at the end of karate kid too. But anyway, um, goes through all that. It's getting ready to leave. And Kumiko introduces him to this girl. And it ends up being, uh, Yuna, who is the girl that he saved on the bell tower, when oh, the yeah. storm blew through, that yeah. whole scene, like it, I, I don't know if it's just where I'm this invested in it or not, but anyway, it brought chills to me when it when you find out who she is and that she now works. You know, obviously it this all gets wrapped up with a nice little bow, but oh, I yeah. thought it was a nice little bit right there because, you know, it, for like I said, being a big fan of Karate Kid Two, that was it was neat the callbacks in this one. Uh, you know, and let's just real quick because we focused a lot on Daniel, but we need to talk about uh, William Zabka and uh, Johnny Lawrence, who plays Johnny Lawrence in this, uh, and how good he is, and how this show would not work, obviously, if he wasn't in it and playing this to a T. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, the show, like you said, is centered around him, uh, and it's it's been great to watch his character developed over time and all the ups and downs it's had over time as well you know because you go through the first season at the end of it Miguel wins the uh, All Valley Tournament you know we're on a high and then you go into the second season and everything happens and then we're back down in the lowest of lows this is where we start the third season 
and then that arc it it, it peaks again towards the end and so uh, what are your thoughts just on uh, William Zabka's performance well first of all I'm I'm just impressed that they were able to get these people back to do the show I mean it's not like they've you know, been necessarily been in high demand in the last few years but I mean I mean, it, they've been. It, they all do a phenomenal job, and I think especially uh, Zabka. I mean, he is. Um, he really shows a, a wide range of, of, you know, emotions, and I, I you know, I think he's a, a fantastic, you know, actor in this in this show, and it just makes you feel. It's like you said, you you kind of start off the the series and you you realize you kind of feel bad for Johnny and you know some of the stuff that's happened to him I mean he did lose that tournament to an illegal kick to the head I mean there is that um but uh but you know he you know he when the series starts is you know living in a in a small apartment and and is is kind of you know reversed you know look uh, Daniel's character, uh, you know, grew up poor, but he's super rich with the car dealership and stuff now. And and Johnny's character grew up rich, but you get some some background on that. Is you know, it's his stepdad that had all the money and and whatnot, so he didn't want to be dependent on him anymore. And so you know, now he's the one that's you know living living with lower means and and whatnot. So it's interesting to see that kind of angle of it and whatnot and obviously the all the drama and problems that he's had with his kid and his his ex-wife and all that stuff is is he's a very um you know it's a very deep character i think it's he's relatable in a lot of ways to to a lot of you know real world problems and uh i think the show does a good job um you know highlighting those and, and addressing some of them awesome I agree. I agree. I cannot, again, let's close this uh, portion out. Uh, I cannot, cannot recommend this show highly enough. I mean, uh, I know people that have never, I I don't know why you would have never watched The Karate Kid in the first place, but, you know, have never seen The Karate Kid or the sequels and are absolutely in love with this movie, or, I mean, TV show, and it's made them go back and watch the movies after the fact, you know? I think that's how good it is. Uh, I think they, the writing's spot on. It hits that right. Uh, it hits it hits the right amount of nostalgia, you know. Without for me going overboard, you know what I'm saying. Uh, so it it it's just good. I mean, it's just a a good show. And like I said, if it had not been for the Mandalorian, this would be my probably my favorite show of the year. I believe of last year so anyway anything else you want to say about it Josh before we move on let's just hope they don't bring the next Karate Kid into the show ever I mean you know what that- you know sorry I didn't mean to interrupt but you know what if they do I've got faith that they'll do it right these dudes I- these dudes know what I, I just I, I mean if you had told me honestly because we've talked about it before I, I just have never been a big fan of Karate Kid 3 just never have did not like it when I was a kid. Uh, refused to watch it again. But like now, 
I got I got some respect for that movie all because of this. So you know, I mean, there's that. But anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. I, but you know, Johnny and and Daniel aren't in the next Karate Kid. Um, I, so I I don't know that it it is going to get wrapped in. And I would like to I pulled it up here. It did get a um, on Rotten Tomatoes. The next Karate Kid has a seven sweet rating out of out of 100. Well, so yeah. as as I said, I have not. <laughs> been able to finish watching the movie if that tells you anything yeah i've never seen the so, whole thing yeah you know that's you know it's not that i have tried a lot of times to watch this movie but recently i tried to watch it and i fell asleep about 15 minutes in so that tells you something so there's that all right all right josh that's uh that's it let's move on from our uh cobra kai talk um i have no news this week because uh, there's just not a lot of news happening. Uh, I can look real quick, but there's just, I actually did look before we got started to see. Um, probably the most exciting thing I see so far is um, Hasbro reveals retro Star Wars figures for Lucasfilm's 50th anniversary, and they look really nice. That's all I'm going to say about it. But uh, really not a lot of news happening right now. Uh, George Clooney uh, is to executive produce and possibly star in Buck Rogers. So, you know, there's that. That's it. That's all I got. Anyway, we're going to move on. Um, we're going to move right on into uh, one of my favorite little pieces of the show. Uh, we're going to talk about some moments in geek history, which um, there were not a lot of, to be honest, up front, but there were a few. Um Oh, sorry. I don't know what, what's going on. What's wrong? Are you there? Yeah, if you can't hear that, that's good because my computer's playing music. Oh no, you're good. It might okay. play. It might play when we play back, but it's all good. <laughs> well, there's so. a car commercial. So Sweet. if anybody heard that, my apologies. <laughs> so let's see what happened today. Uh, I would like to uh, say a big happy birthday to. Ernie of Bert and Ernie fame. Today's his birthday. I did not know that until just now, actually. How old is he? It does not say. It just says happy birthday to Ernie. So there's that one. Uh, today's is the birthday day, by the way. There was not a lot of stuff happening on this one I go to. Uh, happy birthday to Elijah Wood. Uh, real quick, favorite Elijah Wood movie right off the top of your head? Um, the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Just a whole trilogy. Yeah. Okay. If you had to choose one, though, of the trilogy, let's drill down into this. Which one would it be? Probably Return of the King, I guess. I think so. Yeah. I, for some reason, have always, and I'm not knocking the other two, but there's something about the two towers, that middle one, and maybe it's just that fight at the end, you know. I think that it's whole, got the best action. That, for sure. that whole sequence at the end of it and everything. But then I say that, but then I also think of Return of the King and when they're getting ready for the big battle sequence at the end of it and how amazing it is. But he really didn't have nothing to do with that one. So I don't know. I'm with you, though. It would probably be one of the um, Lord of the, just the Lord of the Rings, as long as you don't mention The Hobbit. Uh, happy birthday to Alan Alda as well. Uh, of course, he was in MASH, among other things. Uh, real quick, uh, favorite Alan Alda movie or TV show? I don't know. MASH. Yes, that's it, MASH. You are correct, sir. That is the correct answer for this one, MASH. <laughs> I could look up some other movies, but I'm not going to. 
and I believe that's it. Uh, just real quick, though, I do want to say, uh, sadly, that we uh, lost Cloris Leachman. Um, if you never watched any of her stuff, she was hilarious. She was a really funny lady, and I hated to uh, that we lost her. It's always sad when we lose somebody, but um, a great comedian uh, such as herself. It just it kind of hit me in the sads, the sad feelings. So, yeah. Uh, also, the other day, uh, Hank Aaron passed away. Yes, which Hank Aaron. Mm-hmm. Hank, uh, that, you know, twenty straight All Star games mm-hmm. for Hank Aaron. Um, 21 total, uh, most over all-star games for a player, but 20 straight. That's impressive. And uh, obviously, you know, he was on the hills of of Jackie Robinson, Robinson. and whatnot. But, you know, uh, what a what a great – everybody knows Hank Aaron, right? If some, you know anything about baseball, you know Hank Aaron. Some would say that he is still the home run champion. Um, that is, you know – Depending on how you count it, is, it, it is very, very true. It is very debatable, and I had this debate. Yeah, we didn't really debate it, but I will say this: and that this is uh, Barry Bonds is the home run champion at this moment. Uh, Major League Baseball allowed him to do things that led him to be the home run champion. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's so true. you yeah. know. I, I, a lot of people, I'm not going to go, I said I wouldn't go down this road that much and I'm not going to, but a lot of people say he should have an asterisk beside his name. I don't think he should. Major League Baseball knew what they were doing, what was going on in that whole era, and it wasn't just him. So you know what I'm saying? Well, the um, entire history of Major League Baseball, if you're going to start yes. putting asterisks by people's you names, can put you can put an asterisk by a lot of people's yes, names. Yes, I agree. I'm just, I'm just saying in this instance, though, you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. So, no, absolutely. Um, Anyway, that's neither also, here nor there. The anniversary of the Challenger explosion yes. is today, nineteen eighty-six. Yes. There so. is a. Have you watched? The, there is a great, uh, in my opinion, documentary on uh, Netflix about that, about the Challenger disaster. Um, I cannot remember the name of it right now off the top of my head, but uh, it's easy to find on there. Um, I can remember the day that that happened. Um, I didn't really know what happened. You know, I, I knew what happened, but I didn't really understand the magnitude of it at the time. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, so I was in uh, elementary school at the time. It was, uh, um, but uh, again, that documentary is a excellent documentary on that whole whole thing. There's been a there's been a couple of really good documentaries uh, about the whole Challenger disaster and exactly what happened there. So. Um, good stuff. Anything else, Josh? Because you're carrying this segment. Because I did. I, all I had was some old birthdays. Man, I've got. I've just got Google open, man. While we're talking, uh, I, I, I have. I didn't pre-prepare. <laughs> I'm, I'm just messing with you. You prepared more than Clay did. <laughs> well, it's a low bar, Jason. It's a very <laughs> low bar. I love you, Clay. I love you. Can't wait to have you back. Uh. Anything else, Josh? No. All right. We're going to move on to the next portion of this little podcast. Um, Josh, I don't know. Can you see this, what I'm holding in my hands right now? Um, sort of. How about now? Move it up. There Move we go. Yeah, there I can Okay. See it. So I, I hold in my hands the science fiction and fantasy quiz book. Uh I am just going to open it up to a page. I'm not going to ask you what 
question you would prefer, an easy, medium, or hard. You're getting a hard question. I'm sorry. Listen, Clay um, is way better than this. I will, I'll give it to Clay. Listen, he is stellar let me tell you something. at this. Clay is the luckiest human alive because he guesses at most of them and gets them right. So, anyway, uh, I need you to pick a number between 1 and 10, please. I'll go with... Three. Number three. Let's see if we've... Uh, okay. I do not remember the answer to this one. Great. Okay. In the television show Futurama, what is Bender's middle name? Oh, jeez. Yeah. Why didn't Brandon on the show for this question? Um... You know, I've seen a lot of Futurama, and uh, I have no idea. I could, <laughs> I could not remember this one either. No uh, it is called, his middle name is Bending. Well, there you go. So, um, that was a tough one. I'm sorry. That's all right. I was going to say easy if you would have given me the choice. <laughs> Uh, so there's that. Thank you, Josh, for uh, attempting that question, uh, which uh, I should have uh, probably pre-screened those and given you a softball to knock out <laughs> instead of giving you a freaking, like, screwball, keep it with the baseball stuff. So um, there's that. Uh, that's it, Josh, for this week. Um, just real quick before we get out of here, uh, let me do a little house cleaning Um I'm not entirely sure of what the schedule is going to be uh, for the next few weeks. Um, I am getting ready to move. Woohoo! So it's been, uh, that's part of the, what happened with last week's episode. It's been hard for me to find time or a place to uh, sit down and podcast. Um, between that and just uh, work-related stuff and all and twins, having two 11-month-old twins and a six-year-old that's insane. Uh, so uh, I hope to do uh, – well, I plan on doing a show next week for sure. Um, I have another guest coming on next week. I'm excited. I'm not going to say who it is at this moment, but uh, I'm excited for them to uh, be on the show Um it should be good. Is it so, Ralph Macchio? No, it is not. That would be impressive. That would be. I have tried, but for some reason they do not return my. They do not answer my direct messages or anything. So that's weird. I don't really know. I mean, uh, it is the most popular podcast in all of Fentress County, which is saying absolutely nothing because I don't know if there's another podcast in Fentress County. But I mean, mine's the best one, so it doesn't matter. Uh, but uh, there's that so uh, we will be back Um, we might there might be some gaps in there as we push ever so closer to episode 100 Uh, this is episode 68 if I'm not mistaken I could be wrong Uh, I should have had you on the next one Josh I'm sorry Uh, well maybe that has something to do with the special guest uh, I guess we'll have to wait and see uh, so (laughs) I was just going to move on from that. Uh, there's that. Um, just real quick, though, uh, speaking of special guests and so on and so forth, 
uh, one person who has been on here before um, has a show coming up. It is Mr. Derek Zuoskiani uh, has a show coming up on Saturday, February 6th uh, in uh, Sparta, Tennessee. So a couple of Sparta friends, uh, be ready. Uh, he's going to be at Happy Trails again. Uh, Josh and I both attended last year's show. Um, they'll be starting at 7 p.m. It's Derek, and then he's bringing along with him uh, Neil Riddle, Luke Martyr, and John Upton. And, Josh, we have seen all these guys, and they are all uh, legit funny. Uh, I'm really excited. I hope to be able to go, but um, for some reason – finding babysitters for two twins and a six-year-old is almost impossible it's like no everybody likes no i'm not doing that plus we're moving so i don't know if i will get to go to this show but um if you can't go to this show uh please go uh i love Derek to death he is a hilarious dude his shows are always great uh happy trails is a great place to be to watch his show um I love it. It's uh, one of my favorite places when we do get out of the house to go to, which is not very often, but when we do, we like to try our best to get down there. Uh, while you're there, you can get some great food from the Chubby Donkey. Uh, they now have a restaurant. Well, yeah, a restaurant inside. They uh, serve some of the best food around. So, Josh, anything you would like to add on that whole on the on this whole show coming up? I'm I'm excited. Are you going to be able to go? We have not got to talk about it yet. Um, I do not know yet either. Um, obviously, I would I would like to, but we'll see. But yeah, that place is uh, that's a great uh, brewery. Uh, that's a great uh, restaurant and Chubby Donkey, and uh, Derek and all those guys are all really funny. So. Um, there's also uh, so as far as you know entertainment in the Upper Cumberland goes, it doesn't really get any better than that. Oh, and did I mention? I'm sorry that it is free. So, you know, it is free, but plan on please leave a tipping. tip. Yes, yeah. but I mean <laughs> the show itself is free. That is true. But I mean, by the time you get done watching these dudes, you'll want to leave tips because uh, these, like I said, these guys are legit funny. All four of these guys. And uh, Derek is one of the hardest working guys I know. I think Josh will agree with me on that. Uh, not only does he do his stand up, but he's also uh, doing the stampede stuff in Branson. Uh, so, you know, go out. Let's go out and support him. Anybody in this area that's listening to this, please go out and support him. And if I'm there, you can give me a high five while I'm there. I mean, that's like a two-for-one deal right there. That's not bad. <laughs> I will not charge for my high fives. They are very hard to come by these days. So, you know. Uh, anything else, Josh, though? I didn't mean to interrupt, but uh, I'm just excited for him. No, I don't, I don't think so. That will be a good time for sure. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We can't leave yet, Josh. But we're going to in a minute. We've got emails. Oh, my goodness. But I don't know if we can do either one of these because, uh, let me look. One's from Glenn. Yeah, we can't do that one. We may not have any emails. Uh, no, we can do the second one. It's from this dude named Josh. He's a real jerk, but I'm going to yeah. read his email anyway. All right. So, of all the new Star Wars content coming out, or the content that's been announced, what are you most looking forward to, and what is the one you could live without? So... What is the one that you're most looking forward to, Josh? 
Well, it's my email. You have to answer first. Okay, I'll give you this. Uh, I am most looking forward to where they're going to go with this High Republic stuff, honestly. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to see uh, where they're going. Uh, As I said, I've not got to read as much of the book as I would like, but it still, so far, has been really good, and I like what they're doing. Uh, As for what I could live without... Oh man, I can't even remember all that stuff they announced a few weeks back. It was so yeah, much. So, there's so many story or there's so many shows, right? Like, yeah, um, I don't know. I will. Uh, no, I'm not going to say that. Um, I, I I don't know right now. I mean, until so we went through a low point in my opinion, with the prequels, right? And then you come back with the the sequels, I guess, yeah, the sequels, uh, and that become a low point for me. We're not going to go into that discussion right now, but for me, by the time that was done, uh, it become a low point. Um, and then you, you come off of that and you come into The Mandalorian and... Uh, completely blowing it out of the water and becoming this high point and so far what we've seen between the Mandalorian the comic books I'm reading which I haven't really talked about on here but the comic books are excellent uh, and um, the uh, the games have been good uh, you know the uh, what's the EA one that just slipped my mind all of a sudden we Fallen Order? Yes Fallen Order it was good um, I think we're at a high point right now. So I don't really have one, honestly, because I need to see what's going to happen with this other stuff. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I have faith in what Favreau is doing and uh, until I see some of this other stuff. The only one that might give me a little worry, honestly, and I wasn't going to say it, but I'll go ahead, um, the Rogue Squadron stuff with Patty Jenkins. Um, I was really high on it. But then I watched Wonder Woman, and it wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be. Uh, like I said before, I don't think it's a terrible movie, but it was not as good as I thought it was going to be. So that gives me a little bit of concern on that one. That's that's my answer, and I'm sticking to it. Yeah, I mean, the thing is is that with the number of shows that they announced, some of them aren't going to be good. That's just There's no way all of them are going to be like... Mandalorian caliber shows, right? So it, it, um, it would be hard to continue that level of quality. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't. So know that Andor say. show for me, I I, I don't know yeah. that that's going to do a whole. I mean, maybe it'll be good, but I don't. It it seems like completely unnecessary. Um, I mean, it's got good people in it, right? But I just, I don't know. I think Obi-Wan uh, Kenobi will be good, oh, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Um, Mandalorian, obviously, is going to be great. Uh, I, I'm really excited for uh, some of the Mandalorian spinoffs coming, though, you know. The, the books, the books of Boba Fett, yeah. That, uh, uh, Ahsoka. Ahsoka. Right? Yeah, Which gonna... I think, I think uh, Ahsoka is going to tie is going to end up tying more into the rebel stuff, don't you? I mean, I think that's where we have to be headed with that, right? I think so too. Um, Bad Batch it will probably be good. But ah, not, okay. So like, you have like, not have you 
do you know about the Bad Batch stuff? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've Did I'm you watch? almost through. I'm almost through Clone Wars. Now. Okay, have you gotten to the Bad Batch stuff? Uh, starting to it's starting to get into it. Yeah. Okay, so I didn't think it started off that strong, but I I come around a lot more on them. I mean, I need to see this before I make a final judgment. You know what I'm saying? I was kind of iffy on it until I watched the Clone Wars stuff, and uh, it it's got some it goes some good places in there. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I'm going to give all these a chance. I mean, obviously. So. Oh yeah, yeah. So we'll see. Okay, so which one are you most looking forward to? Uh, I mean, I'm going to skip saying Mandalorian season three, and I'm going to say Ahsoka. I kind of figured that just from our, you know, talks about rebels and stuff. Um, That's just show wise, because right. honestly, like, there's way I don't too much know that stuff I could happening. be any more excited about those High Republic books than I am right now. Right, I need to finish that. I really do. Uh, so I'm going to assume the Andor one would be the one you could live without. Yeah, I mean, it might be good. I, this, to me, that seems highly unnecessary, but whatever. I, I need to see how they tie it in. You know what I'm it, saying? It does uh, have show favorite Alan Tudyk in it. Not this season, though. He's not going to be in this season at all. That, that uh, whatever the name of the, the droid is, I can't remember now. But he's oh, not going to be not, yeah, uh, Well, never mind then. But now, now that's for sure on the bottom of my list then. On a... <laughs> on, on a on the Mandalorian front real quick before we get out of here though um, you know a lot of people were worried that uh, the books of Boba Fett was taking the place of Mandalorian season 3 because when they announced uh, Mandalorian season 3 originally it was December and now this is when this is coming out as well but anyway long story short they confirmed that they're going to start filming season 3 of the Mandalorian in April so that can put everybody's fears to rest. Uh, I wasn't too worried. I didn't think they were going to do that. I, I I assumed right from the get-go at the end of Mandalorian when they showed that, that this was just a spinoff. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of people were worried about that. So I'm excited. It's been a, it really has been. I thought that, um, real quick before we get here, I thought that the uh, uh, sequel trilogy was, uh, you know, I thought that was, the most exciting time to be a Star Wars fan when it when Force Awakens come out, you know what I'm saying? But I think I have become more excited since the Mandalorian started, since it dropped and what they're doing now, than I was for that. Than I was then, you know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Yeah, I know. I mean, I, I definitely think so. And the amount of content is, yeah. is so much more now that it's yeah quality content now there has been some times when there has been some like I, I think back to the prequel stuff is when a lot of that content that was coming out you know the games and the comic books and so on and so forth tie in novels and all that crap was literally crap so I, I but you know this is uh this is it's like kind of like a golden age for Star Wars fans so we'll see I'm excited uh Josh is there anything else you'd like to add before we get out of here because this time we really are getting out of here. I don't. I don't think so. It's okay. been a pleasure, um, as always. So there you go. Well, thank you for coming on and in a in a hurry because uh, Clay uh, unfortunately had some other stuff that happened and he was unable to join us tonight. Um, so uh, 
I'm just uh, really appreciative of you being able to come on and do this and uh, really cut into our video gaming time. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to go play some right now, so it'll be all right. Uh, <laughs> any. Uh, anyway, uh, that's it for this week, folks. You can find us on all the podcast streaming sites out there, and please make sure and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. If you haven't joined the Facebook group yet, just search for Ramblings from Nowhere. You can find us on Twitter at From Ramblings, and on Instagram, it's RFN underscore podcast. Also, don't forget to send those emails with any questions or comments to rfn.podcast1 at gmail.com. Uh, Josh, where can everybody find you on these social medias? Uh, so I'm on the Ramblings from Nowhere Facebook page a lot, and then also uh, look me up on Farmers Only. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter uh, at Jason76Z. And Josh, with that, we are out.